Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. This is the first ever annual Sunday edition of the Positivity Effect, but it is a new name. It is no longer the Fireside Chat, now called WWJD. It's not what would Jesus do, it's what would Jen do. So what's going on? Hi, Tom. How you doing, Jen? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm very excited. We have a very, very, very special episode ahead of us. I know, but uh, you know, we're going to get into that. But um, I'm sorry, I'm jumping okay. ahead. Okay. So, how, how was your day today? Uh, it was good. It was entertaining. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. How was yours? It was good. It was definitely entertaining. I think uh, usually when somebody asks me about my day, I have to like, I can't just like give you an answer. I have to like think about it, and it unravels as we discuss it. So maybe as we bring on our special guest today we'll be able to talk more about our day but the whole purpose of today's show and what it's going to be every sunday is it's meant to be this kind of open format you know kind of it's relaxed kind of thing yeah yeah exactly it's just kind of us this is our life and uh we're going to pull some themes from the guests that were on previously throughout the week we're going to talk about just things that maybe we struggled with or conversations things that we're working through well, and just laugh a whole lot. Lots um, of giggles. And, you know, I think I have somebody laughing right now on the other side. <laughs> there. Why don't we, uh, hold on. So uh, I, I want to I make a special announcement, guys. This is the first ever, first ever positivity effect where there is three people on the phone or on the line with us right now. So I have myself, my lovely fiance, Jen. Yes. Say hi again, Jen. Hi, guys. And I also have on... Uh-oh. Jen, <laughs> stun double. <laughs> my lovely sister-in-law. So, without further ado, I would like to welcome to the Positivity Effect, Jessica Retcher. What's going on, Jess? Hey, guys. What's going on? Nothing much. Nothing much. How are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm the first guest. This is so exciting. <laughs> and something kind of fun about this is that we're all in your basement right now. <laughs> in it's four different quite corners. entertaining right now. You know, there's four corners in a room. Can so. I paint a picture for everybody? Please. Oh, please. So, so basically, I'm in one corner. We have uh, Jen in another corner. I'm in the playroom corner. I'm in the fun corner. We have you in another corner. I'm on the couch. And, and we have your husband, my brother, in another corner just doing, he's doing his own thing right now. So it's, uh, it's, it's fun. We're all in our own little studio. It's our little family. It is our little family. <laughs> and then the two nuggets sleeping upstairs. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, Jess, you know, we brought you on because you are a big influence in our life. Um, we look up to you in a lot of ways. Uh, Hopefully, I got, hopefully I got you blushing. Have you, have you blushing? I know, seriously. Somebody <laughs> get her tissues. <laughs> Somebody get her tissues. <laughs> My hands are going already. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to get too, too into that yet. Um, please do, please do. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, before that, Jen. Um, yes. I want to remind you about what we spoke about the last time you were on. You were on two Sundays back. Um, Correct. The communication is down or your front foundation is really solid. You can always undo the zipper and zip it right back up again. And that's such a powerful analogy. So 
when you hear that again, we probably, you know, we haven't thought about that. We haven't really talked about that recently. When you, when you hear that again, what comes to mind? Well, it's funny because like now, so we, we learned that at pre-Cana. So, and now we're, I guess, two, three weeks later. So now pre-Cana is over. Mm-hmm. And you and I are actually having some withdrawal symptoms from that because it was That's that much just, fun. Uh, for those listening, if you don't know what pre-Cana is, it's just a, it's an initiation you go through if you're Catholic. For if you're a new couple, you meet with... Well, before you get married. Yeah, you meet with a couple that has experience being married for a long time. And, and you sit down, you talk about different scenarios. You talk about things that are going to come up in your marriage. You talk about communication. You talk about spirituality, sexuality. There's a whole lot of different things, just so you're prepared as best as you could possibly be. And I, you know, we, had, we got so much out of it. I, I wish we could go every Friday. <laughs> oh, def- oh, definitely. No, I mean, like even just these last three weeks, like I think we've already, even, even after the first week, I think we implemented a lot of what we learned, like in terms of communication, like mm-hmm. I know for, for me, for example, like one of the biggest things going into it was that like, if I'm, I'll like harbor, I'll, I'll just like keep in whatever it is I'm feeling. If like, if there's something that you did that like annoyed me or whatever, I'll just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And then like 16 hours will pass and then I'll just unleash it, which isn't a very healthy thing. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why do you do that? Maybe not just for um, me, but maybe that's, maybe, you know, do you do that with just people in general? Like, why is it that feelings are harbored or, or kind of pulled inward? Because um, I guess part of me kind of hopes that, like, it'll, like, it'll get resolved on its own. And then mm-hmm. if I, if I just kind of don't think about it, if I just keep myself busy with other things, I'll just either, A, forget about it. Because nine times out of ten, it's really not that big of a deal. But to me, it is, like, in the moment. Um, I do the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I just but my hope. whole thing is because I'm scared to disappoint someone. If I tell you that I'm mad at you for some reason, it's going to disappoint you. And oh, I don't want to do that to anybody. Not for me. You know that that yeah no. For me, it's just kind of it's more mm-hmm. like a hopefully it'll resolve itself or like maybe I'm just being ridiculous. So if I give it more time to kind of settle, maybe I'll, hopefully I'll realize it before I decide to get really. Have you have you ever like surprised it? yourself and and tried doing something different or opposite of that that emotus operandi? You know like. I did. Yeah. And it was, it was, it, I think the last two weeks, I mean, I, I mean, I, maybe you can, hopefully you can attest to this, but I think like I've been more forthcoming. Like I'll, I'll just approach you and be like, can, do you have five minutes? Like, this is how I'm feeling. I don't really need a response from you. I just kind of need to tell you this so that I just need you to know type deal. So, you know me, I'm kind of like terrible at remembering examples. <laughs> I, must have <laughs> I, make, I make, I make, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I speak? Oh, I'm sorry. My mouth is shut. Sorry. Uh-oh. I just so, heard uh, bad at remembering. It just sparked something in my head. It just sorry. sparked a remembrance. It just your... sparked a remembrance. So, sorry. all right, hold on. All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Okay, so then. <laughs> All right, so I think it's just a guy thing that we forget. I, I think we make mistakes so often that we just like forget them. Right? We wanna, if we remember them all, we'll just end up blowing up or something. So like a, it's like a coping mechanism. <laughs> you, just, you just forget after a while. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to just make so many mistakes today that I'm forget them. <laughs> I don't know if anybody listening out there can relate, but... Hey, we're on the positivity effect. We're here. Right, we're like, here to better ourselves. We're here to better ourselves, and uh, and we're know. communicating. Isn't that what our whole well, that was message enough. is about? Right. Yes. Right, and that's what I always try to come back to. Everything that you know, any time I have a guest on the show, even just for myself, when I talk to somebody on the show and I, I walk away from the conversation, is 
that's the that's really the end of the end all be all that's the thing that you have and it's what you bring to the to the table like i was actually i don't have you guys ever seen that video the jim carrey video where he was giving the speech to a college some college students that were graduating a long time ago yeah it's an interesting speech because he because jim carrey you know he's really i don't he's he's i've always looked up to him in, in a lot of ways and if you ever hear him speak about just what it's all like just blessings in his life and when you kind of strip away everything and all the accolades and anytime somebody is good at something, whether they're anything, anything you could point to, that can all be taken away from you in a heartbeat. But what comes to the table, what can't be taken away is your character and how, you know, how you live your life and how you respond to people and how you communicate with people. Like your whole physical, you know, you could be in a wheelchair tomorrow and like at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's your character and that's what people know you for and remember you for. And that's, you know, that's really, at the end of the day, it's the most important thing, especially if we're just talking about if you're trying to find a new job or you're trying to start a new career, you're going to, you're going to work your way up in that job. If you're always coming from that place of, of trying to communicate better, put yourself into other people's shoes, like stepping outside of yourself, coming from a place of gratitude, all these, these good values that we talk about. Right. Thinking of that example, what is, like I said, something where you feel like maybe you surprised yourself and you tried something different? And maybe if you, you know, what's an example maybe recently, maybe this week, that maybe a conversation that you and I had that seemed to um, you know, work through it? Okay, so I gave, here's one. Okay, so I gave you your morning to-do list on... Well, it helps him. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> so, Tom, can you just explain to everyone how much it helps you and helps you get through your day? Because people may think that I'm just like giving you this list of demands every morning. <laughs> Clean and up the litter box, fold the laundry. That, that, is that what's on Mike? Yeah, so for, so for, you have to find what works for you. you know, and, and for me, I enjoy having these like lists because right, you enjoy like, crossing I, things off and that's yeah, what works for you like like i love vacuuming i don't know how many guys like to say that <laughs> they love vacuuming but i really enjoy vacuuming oh my god you really do because i think we had a whole discussion <laughs> when we were in bed bath and beyond together going through your registry over when you're pretending to be me when i was pretending to be you because i'm your stunt double as tom right <laughs> i think we had a whole discussion about which vacuum works best with the dog hair and the cat hair and <laughs> That was our bonding. Right. Bonding it was, over it was... tea and vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> How romantic. It was so romantic. Okay. So anyway, back to, okay. So yes. Okay. So I gave you your, your to-do list Thursday morning. And then I think you had like a super busy day. No, I gave it to you earlier in the week because there were some time sensitive things on it that like needed to get done. And then, so it was like Thursday and then like I checked in with you just to kind of like see how your day was going and like see how the list was and you're like, you know, I haven't gotten around to it. Um, and, you know, but I'll, but I'll get to it um, type thing. And then I was like, okay, no problem. And then like you, as soon, I guess as soon as I reminded you, like maybe like got yourself in gear because then like after that, like four things happened and all of a sudden all of these things got done in a matter of like 35 minutes. And I was like, you really didn't have to do them now, but thanks. So that was nice. So see, sometimes you can surprise yourself when you, when you do something that's, that's outside of your comfort zone that, you know, we're, we're all like, we wired ourselves throughout our life. And it's not, you know, you, you act a certain way or do things a certain way. And it's not always, you know, it's just, 
life experiences kind of wire you in a certain way. And right. And, and, and some of the things still, well, they got done like today and stuff like that, but like they, and I guess like for me personally, like they didn't get done again for me personally, like they didn't get done like in my specific time frame, but they got done. So at the end of the day, that's, that's really all that matters in a decently timely manner. So. Right. So, so how about you, Jess? It doesn't have to be, you know, it could be any relationship, just like communication with somebody, you know, what's something that, you know, when you tried it a different way, you kind of like surprise yourself and you're like, Oh, you know, hmm, maybe this is something I should be doing or it's a way I should be communicating. Um, I think that I have similar circumstances with Jen with the time frame of when I think things should be done and the time frame of re- realistically things should be done. Um, to the point where we're doing, you know, some projects on the house. We bought a fixer upper and we had to build an office in our basement and we had another child. So we needed that room redone and there's a lot of things. And I am now, I, I'm, Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Put these in the right words. (laughs) I am now getting comfortable with the time frame of when things are happening. And because I see all the hard work and also because I hate, I I just wish there was more hours in the day because, you know, due to circumstances when my husband works and he travels a lot and um, the best situation for our children and everything is for me to work part time, but in the time frame when my husband's home. So I work a lot of nights and I work on the weekends. Then the time when we do have together, whether it's that one night during the week or that one day over the weekend, the last thing I want to be doing is stuff around the house. So things are built up. I want to go to the park with the kids and I want to go do things and, you know, hang out with you guys with the kids because the kids adore you and see grandparents and great grandparents and all of that. So the projects in the house pile up and then during the week I look at them and I get all mad at myself, but I have to take a step back and just realize, you know what? We had a great weekend. We went to the park. We went out to dinner. We went to church. You know, and it's, that's the time that it's never going to come back again. My, my daughters aren't going to be two and a half and one. And sassy. And oh, sassy (laughs) pants. David, Um, David, who was on uh, Friday. And Saturday, yes. I know we love David. He yes, was, we love David. We love David. And he was talking about, you know, early on in his marriage and uh, just the hours he was working and, and, and that, that feeling of providing, you know, that I think every man struggles with that, that feeling. And he had this moment where he had come home and he just felt like his daughter had gotten taller. And he didn't like, he didn't feel, he didn't feel like he saw, he, he recognized the change. Like, he's like, why am I all of a sudden seeing her taller? And it like made him just, he completely broke down. And just like you said, it's when you come back to those moments that, that matter the most. And it's, it's hard. It's hard when you're in the, amongst, when it, all that stuff is coming down upon you. And again, I am, that's why I look up to you and my brother so much. Like me and Jen, we don't have kids yet. And we, we do. They're not well, human though. They're not human kids, right? <laughs> Oh, after today, do you even want children? <gasps> yes. What you experienced tonight? <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my poor little one. Well, we, well, we, you know, we, we absolutely, you know, we look up to you and I can't wait to, to start a family as well. And, and Jen can attest. It's just that when you've, it's, it can be hard when you're, when all those things are going, you know, falling down around you. And like, if, like if we're making that analogy of the zipper, 
it can feel, it's like, how do you, how do you get grateful in a moment like that? And it's very, it's, it's hard. It's hard to just like, Oh, I am, I'm so happy for this. But I think the more that we work that, that gratitude muscle, and it looks different for everybody. Some people are able to do it just through thought, whether they're like, they're sitting at a light waiting on the, you know, they're on their commute home and they're just thinking about it. They're I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Some people, you know, do it through prayer. Some people do it through listening to music, uh, through exercise, through journaling. Um, it, 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 there's no right or wrong. I think it's just that it becomes easier the more that you do it. Even just having that conversation with David, the two of us were talking about even just things like, wow, like I have legs right now. Like <laughs> I can walk. I can walk. Right. I, I, I have eyes to see. I have ears to hear. I have hands that I can build things with and, and you know, hold my child. Hold, hold oh, my Tom, I don't mean to interrupt. Can we talk about the hand prayer that we did? Um, we can. Why don't you, um, why don't you tell me about this, this hand prayer? Sure. Okay. I don't remember all of the specific details of the hand prayer. Cause, okay. So we were, so it was one of the closing things we did. And so, you know, each couple stood up and they said, first we did, we did, we did my hands. We did the female's hands first. Right, Tom? Right. 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 Okay. So we did the, the female's hands. So then you put the female's hands on top of your spouse's hand and they did a prayer. Did you, say that you, got, you were laughing at me the whole time. Well, cause you were so cute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we talk about how this is going? Tom takes things and very seriously. Like before I was like, Tom, are you mad? Like, this is not going to be a good podcast today. What is going on? Are you okay? He just, just he, because he, he has this look on his face, he's getting everything situated. And da, da, da. Then we have in the other corner, cause we are in four corners of the basement. We have solving the world's problems. One giggle at a time. You need to see what she looks like right now. And it is just, when they say opposites attract, oh my goodness. Opposites really attracted on this one. I'm, I'm having so well, much fun in the playroom. Just, just for, just for, for transparency, like we are recording this right now. You guys are listening to it. It's on Sunday. We're doing it Saturday night. And I was, I was doing a little bit of uh, a side project I'm working on, some last minute work. So it's coming back to here, here work, how work you know, spills into your life. And, I'm trying to, I was trying to work on something. Jess, you mentioned how like, had, like before I got on, I was just like, kind of like, ugh, like, you know, not in a state of mind. And, and that happens, you know, it's like, and it, and it was just stemming back to, you know, a side project I was working on. I was so frustrated and I'm trying to fix it and try to, trying to figure out what I was doing. And I just ended up just closing my laptop and I'm like, I'm, I've had enough of this right now for the, just for the time being. And just getting on this call with you guys, you know, this kind of is like we were talking about having grat like something that you do for gratitude, and I hear you laughing in the background, Jeff. Sorry. Um, you know what? It's actually this, this yeah, is that, yeah. Just doing this call is like my practice, and that's why I really like this this art of doing this show. Like this is it's like it's a, it's more it's like you know if you if you hear it's like, like a form of therapy for yeah, you also. And sometimes yeah, like I'm doing so much for everyone that's listening and it says, I try to bring value to you guys, but sometimes as a human being, you have to be a little selfish too. And you have to, it's a whole, it's that old, like that story of like, put the air the get, you know, the oxygen mask on your, on yourself first before you do it to the person. If you're, you know, on the airplane, that whole, that whole analogy. Right. That's me putting the oxygen mask on doing these calls. It's, I already forgot about what I was upset about earlier because it's just, this is a, it really is such a, I really appreciate to do this. It's such a wonderful medium to communicate and to anybody that you're connecting with too on the show, like just here, here's we're family and we're all connecting. It's just a wonderful way to, to bring each other closer. And I just, you know, I appreciate it doing this stuff. So 
sharing this story about, with you guys listening about this, this hand prayer. Like this, this was something that was very deeply personal uh, to Jen and I. And it was a really wonderful moment, you know, before, you know, we're not even married yet. And it was something that we had to, we got to share. And uh, it, the, the reason we, we share these stories with you guys is it's, it's, a, it's a reminder to be more transparent in your own life with the people that you love and, and or the relationships that you're trying to heal yourself. Um, because like we said at the top of the, the call that at the end of the day, that's really all that matters is, is when you have that communication, anything that comes your way, whether good or bad, you're going to deal with, deal with it in the right way. Um, so that was really kind of like my little interjection there. So, so Jen, knowing yes, that, that how deeply personal that was for us, I'd love for you to share, you know, get into more about what this hand prayer was at this last um, pre-canon meeting that we had. I think it was, it, it was, it was very sweet. It was very touching, but I, I kept giggling at you because you're just so cute. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Okay. So, and if I miss anything, why I don't was remember, I so cute though? Why? Cause you were so like, you were so focused and you were, you were so in the moment and it was just really adorable. That's really, it, that's really what it came down to. So, and Tom, if I forget, I cried, because I cried I'm, a little bit too. You did. You did. You were the only one. And I'm going to need the box of tissues at your wedding. Oh, Tom's gonna need uh, like the whole like warehouse, okay? <laughs> he can't even get through pre-cana without crying. <laughs> okay, so well, Tom, because, if, because all right, go ahead. During like the, the, there was two perspectives. Like so, we had our the pre-cana couple. She was reading the, the 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 wife of the couple was reading these these like prayer the female. One like, was from the female, and then. It really hit me more with the, from the uh, wife and then the husband. Yeah. No, the husband to the wife of just like what my hands meant. Yeah, and and it was all these things that like I honestly never even thought of. Like these the uh, can, Tom, can you actually do you think you you can maybe pull it up on the interwebs? I don't know if it's gonna be the exact one, but well, there's something similar. So basically, like what the gist. I'll try of it, to find it right now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah. So the gist of it was kind of like so. Okay, so first we looked at the wife's hands, and so you place the wife's hands on top of the husband's hands or husband to be's hand, uh, you know, palm up or whatnot. And so they, you know, they start reading the prayer and they were just kind of like, you know, these are the hands that, you know, will comfort you when you're sad, will, uh, you know, hold your hand when, you know, it, it was just, it, Tom, you need to find it because I'm going to butcher it and I don't want to butcher it because it was, it was that special. So, but it was just incredible to see like all, even after like the prayer was done, I even said to them, I was like, you know, I never even imagined, I never really realized that your hands are like such a huge part of you. And, and, and they're involved in such huge moments in your life and such tiny moments. All in right, your do life. you guys, I found it. You want me to read it? Beautiful. Yes. Jess, you ready I'm, for this? You want, me to read, you want me to read the whole thing? It's good. Uh, yeah. I don't mind. You, I like it. It was a good one. You guys need tissues? Jess does. I've already heard this. Oh, just All wait. Right. I'm ready. You're, mm. you're a mom. Just wait. You're going to die. You're just going to sob. Really? <laughs> All right, ready? All right, so. I thought we were supposed to team up on Tom. I didn't know sorry, we were supposed sorry. to make fun of me. It's called, it's, called the blessing, it's called the blessing of the hands. Yes. These are the hands of your best friend, young and strong and full of love for you, that are holding yours on your wedding day as you promise to love each other today, tomorrow, and forever. These are the hands that will work alongside yours as together you build your future. These are the hands that will passionately love you and cherish you through the years and with the slightest touch will comfort you like no other. These are the hands that will hold you when fear or grief fills your mind. These are the hands that will countless times wipe the tears from your eyes, tears of sorrow 
and tears of joy. These are the hands that will tenderly hold your children. These are the hands that will help you to hold your family as one. These are the hands that will give you strength when you need it. And lastly, these are the hands that even when wrinkled and aged will still be reaching for yours, still giving you the same unspoken tenderness with just a touch. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but it's pretty powerful. It was very powerful. That one was yeah. a little different than the one that we did. You guys Sli- have that, like, a reading like that at your wedding. Because it, it, it's absolutely beautiful. beautiful. I know. Right. I, I think it's absolutely beautiful. And I think that it touches every single thing, the goods and the bads. Right. Because, it, you know, your, your marriage is almost like a roller coaster. There's ups, there's downs, there's twists and there's turns. And, you know, it's, and you're in it for the long run. And that, you know. No takes these backsies. No takesies, backsies. And that's what my dad told Mike. There's no backsies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I want, to, I want to shift a little bit here. Um, so Monday and Tuesday, we had on a peak performance coach from the United Kingdom. His name is, his name is Joe Noya. And a lot of the stuff we were talking about was mindset and, and also finding purpose, finding your purpose. And Jess, so with, I want to ask you this question. I'm going to, I'm going to position this question over to you. So finding like purpose. Something that's always been a big part of your life has been, has been dancing. Yeah. Has that, was that something that was early on always a love for you? And also like now, like the fact, like you, you talked about earlier when we came on about there's so many things in your life that you're juggling, but that's like something that you still, no matter what, will find time for because you love it so much. So what, you know, when, when you hear the word purpose and you think of dancing, what comes to mind for you? Well, dancing, you know, every parent puts their kids into after-school activities, and my mother was a dancer, and put was me- Was she really? Yes. Really? She used to do ballet, and like on the point shoes, and like get lifted by all those men, and then she was, oh, then she was the disco queen. She's got trophies and everything. That oh, is epic. I need to have to, t- I need to talk to her about this. Is, Paula there, is wait, very talented. Are there, are there videos? I don't know if there's videos, oh, but there's definitely goodness. pictures. Mm. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, Paula was oh. like, oh, disco queen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. That's so funny. <laughs> That's epic. Okay. So, you know, you try, you put your kids into something, especially at such a young age, they can't decide what they want to do. So you put them into um, an activity that you like or think that they would like. And my mom put me in, my parents put me in dance. And it was honestly something that I always wanted to do. I, I can tell you that not even realizing it, it became a passion for me at about maybe like fourth to fifth grade. I remember that um, I played soccer as well. and was on like the tournament team for soccer. And we got to the age group where you could try out for travel team. And one of my parents friends was the coach and he was like I expect to see Jessica at tryouts and my mom was like okay she'll be at tryouts and I was like mom what's this travel thing about she told me what it was about what it entailed and she's she was very honest she said Jessica you know I don't know how long you'll be able to dance for or participate in Girl Scouts because this is going to take up two or three days a week of practice and then games on the weekend so you know you may not be able to do everything and that kind of like hit me. I was like, I won't be able to dance. And right then I was like, uh, I don't think I want to do this. Can I just still play for fun and still do dance? 
And that was something that I kept throughout. I was given the opportunity to become a student teacher. I became a student teacher. Then I went, I stayed home for college and the owner of my dance studio offered me a job. And I started out with two classes a week. And now I'm up to 12 classes a week teaching Zumba. I bring my daughter to dance. It's become, it's just become like a passion for me. And so you would um, say, so, so really like, even if you were, do, you would do it, even if you weren't paid for it, because it's, Yes. I request to get out of the house at times to go to the dance studio. Like, you know, it's difficult. I am a mother all day long and do school and do everything and whatever. And then my husband comes home from work and it's my time to go to work. And normally people would look at the clock and be like, oh, seven o'clock at night. Like I just finished dinner, cleaned up from dinner. And now it's my turn to go to work from seven to 10 at night. And Sometimes it's a struggle mentally, like especially in the winter when it's dark and it's cold and it's snowy and you're like, oh, I just want to go to bed with my kids. I want to like, that's all I want to do. And I get in the car and I get there and it's like how you said almost your therapy here is talking to other people. My therapy is walking into the dance studio, being surrounded by children who look up to me to show them all the different things about dance. Well, you know, and, and Joe said, I want to quote him, he said, the first thing someone needs to do is to define what they want. Most people don't have that purpose. And would you say, like, maybe, maybe you didn't necessarily, maybe you did. Um, this is the question to you. Like, maybe you didn't actually write it down, but would you say that your, your effectiveness as being, at being, you know, a good mom to your children to being a good daughter, to just managing the stress of life and your relationships and your, you know, your friends, your family, still following through your purpose with, with work is, is that in your heart, you, you know that those are the things that matter the most to you, you know, being a good mom, being, being a good wife, uh, you know, teaching, teaching other kids how to, how to dance. You know, it's all those things are, you're not just dabbling in them. There's things that really matter the most to you. Oh, absolutely. And Almost like, um, so your show on Friday and today with Dave, he was talking about how he, you know, was working in the corporate world, had this great job and everything. And I had a job. I graduated from college and went right into the world and was working and got married and was still working and became a mom. And it just, in my eyes and in my husband's eyes like our whole world just stopped and the, the sacrifices like he was talking about all the sacrifices to be happy I sacrificed like you know I'm not the best stay-at-home mom I'm not the best housekeeper and the best at whatever and I get antsy and I can't stay and I go for walks around Target and CVS with my kids just to get out of the house because <laughs> I'm not that stay-at-home mom <laughs> But, uh, you know, the sacrifices that you make to give yourself almost the right mindset to make yourself healthy for your kids and for your family and what makes you happy. And, you know, I sacrificed my seven to three job and became a mom. And it's the best gift ever. Do I want to go back? Yeah, eventually. But, you know, I want to be with my kids and be with my nieces and nephews when that time comes. And, you know, and, you know <laughs> and- <laughs> yes. Well, Take them to music class <laughs> and to dance class and do all that great stuff. And well, you know, it's, 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 it's good to hear you talk this because it's like, it's what you said. It's what we all discussed at the, at the top of this, this call is that it's just at the end of the day, it's, it's getting back in touch with the things that matter the most. And there's always time to do certain things. And, and like right now, it's right now it's your daughters and you know, that's, that's the most important thing to you. And, and it's, uh, it's good. It's inspiring to see that and to hear it. So Jess, um, actually no, Jen, 
Yes. I had um, a gentleman, Hans Hageman, on a couple of days. Uh, he was on Wednesday and Thursday. And one thing we were talking about was, was personal responsibility. Okay. For him, like what that meant, what he meant by personal responsibility is just having that awareness in your life of your surroundings and, and, you, and how you fit into the place, how you fit into your family, how you fit into your relationships with your friends. And I, I, I always, when I think of this word, I always, it definitely it rings, when I think of that phrase, it rings strong to me from, you know, when I think of you because you've always been someone who is aware of what's going on with, with all of your friends. You're aware of what's going on with your family. Like, it's like even like when we, we came here, we, had, we stopped at, 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 you know, at Jess's house before she got home. And you went like right to work, making sure everything was right. <laughs> I, 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 I let the dog out. I fed him. He needed water. Yeah, and it's I just did, like you just I did do some it. stuff in the bathroom. I, I, I just like prepped yeah. your house so that when you just got here, you could just like Yes, live. we left. And don't, okay, <laughs> no, now I have to clarify because people are going to be like, oh my God, what does our house look like? So hold on a second. Let's backtrack. Because <laughs> I do keep Well, you had, to, like, you had to like get out in the hallway. So. Okay, so the little one's been sick on and off. She's got a blood work. We had an ear infection. It's just... Now she's got some stomach thing going, which then led to this nasty diaper rash, which then led to it bleeding today. Oof. And it just got to the point, and she's miserable and won't oh. do anything. And it got to the point where we just had to go to urgent care. I was, I just can't take it. This poor kid, I, you can't even change her diaper without her screaming at the top of her lung. And so, yes, we literally just picked up and went to urgent care and there's a reason why you have keys to my house. Let yourself in at any point. Well, I just thought you would like, you know, coming home to and everything was like, well, you yeah. know what, what I'm no, saying? It's, this purpose. is why you're like my bestest, because you are always checking in on everybody. You are, like as Tom said, you always check in. There's a good morning text every morning. How are the girls? It's usually <laughs> not about me. It's usually how are the girls? You're like but, on like the bottom of my list. I got to get yeah, the Yeah, I'm first. usually, yeah. <laughs> Usually, how are they? Um, but, you know, Jen always checks in. Jen always remembers everything. Hey I don't know if you... Yes, Thomas? Where's my morning check-in call? Uh-huh. It's your to-do list. That's your morning <laughs> check-in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's powerful. It's just, it's so cool to hear how you guys do that for each other. And, and so, Jen, like, what does yes. that word, what does personal responsibility, when you hear somebody say that, what does that mean to you? Like, when you, you know, about being just responsible in your life, like, it could mean something different to everybody. So when you think of it, what does it mean to you? Well, yeah, I think, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, my upbringing and everything, you know, with, I, I mentioned this last episode, you know, with my parents being deaf or hearing impaired, um, it, like at a young age, you know, between my brother and I, like my brother took the brunt of it because he's, you know, he's older, but once he left, you know, for college and stuff like that, the, the baton kind of got passed to me in terms of just kind of like, you know, making sure that my parents got everything that they needed you know and it was just like a, a thing like you just kind of like take care of each other because that's kind of what family does and I guess that just kind of overflowed into you know my friendships and you know my relationship with you and you know any type of relationship that I'm kind of in um I I don't I don't see it as um what, what's the word I'm looking for it, it's it's normal to me to just kind of be like hey like how, how's it going well, yeah, exactly. And like, to me, it's it like, why wouldn't you ask somebody how they're doing? Like, to me, that's weird that you wouldn't do that. You know, because it's just, you know, it just comes so natural to me. It's, it's, it's a good lesson for, for all of us, because 
if you're at a point right now in your life, and I'm talking to everybody, I'm talking to us and all three of us in the call, I'm talking to everybody that's listening. It, again, it's just getting back to those things that matter. And, you know, for Jen, maybe she's having a really rough day or there's things going on in your life and it feels like everything's coming down around you, but you still, no matter what, will will get back and make sure you're connecting with those that matter most to you because you know like that's like the glue for you like exactly it's, it's funny like the other day i think i so i'm i'm, I'm in i'm in well, i'm in one many group chats but one of my, one well, of my you group are chats in was, like a dozen group chats <laughs> so but you one probably, of my group chats to the president of the united states i don't even know about it <laughs> no but in, in one of my group chats it's it's uh it's five like, of us that's like garbage off like <laughs> with everybody. oh she's getting there don't cut her <laughs> off again <laughs> so in one of my this many is my chats, show <laughs> no, it is WWJD. <laughs> Fair enough. What would Jen do, not Dr. Tom? <laughs> Ooh, it's getting feisty in here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is what I came on for. <laughs> so, you want to ring in the bell? one. Ding, 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 ding. That one. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead. Are you both done? I'm so done. <laughs> so, there's five of you in the group chat. One, one giggle at a time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Okay, so the other day I was feeling, I was just like in a mood and then I was just feeling like particularly emotional for, I don't even remember what the reasoning behind it was, but I was just like not having a good day. So then I texted. I probably, I probably did something. I mean, you probably did, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, usually you did, whatever. So, so then I texted, you know, group chat. And um, so it, it's, it's four of my closest girlfriends who I've known for seven, eight, ten plus years. And so I literally texted them and I was like, guys, like, I just, I just, I just need you. I was like, I just wanted to tell you that I love you all like very much. And I'm just, I'm having a moment and I need you to just like entertain me for this for a second. And I just need you to tell me how much you love me. And then they all texted back like, you're being I, really, they were like, really? They're like, Jen, obviously like, what, 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 what are you thinking? And then like, e even like within those like five or seven, like five or six text messages, like it just immediately turned my day around. And then and see, you know, Jen, it's just, just hearing you say this all, I'm, I'm cutting you off because you you just answered the, like, you, you just gave us the perfect example of what I was saying before about everything could be stripped away from you. The fact that right. you have put so much work into your relationships at a moment's call, like everybody's there for you, you know? Right. And I think a lot of us struggle with that at times that we, we think of relationships that we haven't, maybe somebody we haven't spoken to in a while or somebody that we hang out with once in a while. And it's like, it feels like there's that elephant in the room. You know, me and David were talking about that uh, yesterday and yeah. maybe there's something that every, something that the two, if you're talking about two people specifically, they go and hang out and there's something that both need to talk about, but one for nobody can initiate because each party maybe feels like they're going to be judged in it. And for you, it's like, people that matter the most to you, you're always making sure that you maintain those relationships and keep them running optimally. And it really there's work that goes into these relationships that we all have. And you know that like at a drop of a hat that everybody's going to be there for you. It's, it's, it's a comforting thing to hear that and to see that. And since I've known you for so long now and watching, it's, it's been a lot of, it's, I've learned so much, you know, just, just through observance of, of how you live your life. And at the end of the day, like we can strip everything away. Like you and here you are this beautiful example of how you're, you know, you had a really rough day and, Right. You reached out to everybody and boom. They're, they're, they're and right. it's, it's funny because like typically like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I actually wouldn't do that. I would just kind of like internalize it and just kind of be like, whatever, I'll just sleep it off. Like tomorrow's another day. Like I'll be fine. But for whatever reason, I like in that moment, I was like, oh, let's try something different today. And so then I did. So I texted them and then it actually ended up, <laughs> they were like, Jen, you're being ridiculous. I was like, that's okay. 
and then you know it and then it just it just turned and, you, and it probably it, yeah it probably deflated it because no it did it, it, think it, about it, anytime you are upset with something if it it helps so much when you're able to bounce that idea off somebody else uh, when, right i always talk about this on the show like when you're struggling with something and 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 you then you're putting it you're putting that energy out into the world and, and onto you to either your spouse or your friend or your mom or your coworker or your boss it's all in your own head like that energy you literally your mind could be hijacked by your thoughts and when it comes back to that it's 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 that exterior world really it is it really is i, I truly believe this that everything outside is controlled by your inner thoughts and you can have a better day at work if you if you're working on the inner inward thoughts it's it's all about how you respond to a situation well it's like you and uh, uh dave spoke about i think it was uh one of the two episodes how you know you could you could see somebody at work on monday and you can be like oh you know hey like how's your day going and they're like oh well you know it's monday and you're kind of you know already right. setting yourself up for right. oh it's going to be a not so good monday because you already have that thought process in your head and even like and here it, it this is it's a tough example. It's, it's, uh, it's something that we all go through is when somebody passes away in our family and the immediate reaction to any of us is it's, it's so heartbreaking that we, that we, this person is no longer with us, but it's also right. perspective too. Like when you're going through that situation, you can also look at it like, wow, like this brought all of us together too. Or it's also a time that you're celebrating the person's life. So it really, it's, it's, it, it comes back to that power of your mind and what you can do with your mind. And, and when, you do, when you recognize that you are at the, the helm of your thoughts and you can direct your life through your thoughts, things, you know, things really start to look up and you can start to be open to opportunities in your life, whether it's you know, building relationships with your, you know, proving relationships. You can put, you know, insert whatever into that, that, that an analogy and, and things really start to change and turn around for you. No, definitely. Is our special guest still with us? Oh, I'm still here. Have we lost her yet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually listening. Honestly, like if I can describe Jen in one word, it would be selfless. Yes. Yes. Honestly. Good choice. That's a pretty good choice. I would really describe you as selfless. I accept that choice. So guys, listening, whoever's, you know, you're out here, Thanks. you're listening no to us, our, our banter, to the banter of the three of us here right now. If you know somebody in your life that is selfless, do not let that person go. And make sure you treat that person with just, you know. Yeah, I'm not letting her go, so don't mess anything up. You got that? <laughs> Tom, you should take your own advice. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> We're not letting her go, Tom. You got that? <laughs> I have to edit this part out. <laughs> <laughs> got that, Tom? No takesies, backsies. Yes, yes. You've committed. Oh, my God. Joe would take you back in five seconds, John. He's going to miss you way too much. He's going to be at your house. You need a basement apartment for him. I told him I'm going to give him like 12 sets of keys. I'm like, here, just in case you lose them because he does all the time. I'm like, here, you'll have a whole set to last you like at least a month. And then come back to me next month when you need more sets of keys. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. He's yeah. mother-daughter mother living. Mother-daughter Father-daughter. Well, father-daughter housing. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's actually funny you say that. I, I think that, that a lot of it also comes like from my dad. Like when, like when I was younger, I guess I had a different relationship with him. But, like, as I've gotten older, like, him and I, like, you guys want two peas in a pod. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want to say it's, like, your typical father-daughter relationship. But, like, and I'm sure every father-daughter thinks this, that they have, well, not that they think it, but that they feel that they have, like, a one-of-a-kind, you know, super special relationship with their dad, which I believe is a very valid feeling. So, 
you know, obviously, so me and my dad, we can just, you know, if he's like being over dramatic about something or if he's just being ridiculous or whatever, I like, I can easily call him out and he can easily call me out. But in, in terms of that, like he, 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 I think is, is one of the reasons like why I'm so selfless. Like Tom, like I tell you this all the time, like you have some pretty big shoes to fill. Cause like if I'm at home or whatever, and if I need, if I need help with something, my dad will literally drop what he could be in he Your could dad be like me whatever deep. from me and my kids <laughs> yeah I know. and he's, we're he's not so even good. related <laughs> he's so good <laughs> he is like oh my goodness Let's talk what about is... it though. so and that's what i'm saying like i think i get a lot of that i think i, get, I do get a lot of that from my so dad this, like, this he, is an interesting so... conversation though because maybe a lot of people relate to this so you just said you just said you have really big shoes to fill now, <laughs> yes. now think about it. no this is well, a, this you is do interesting, i know i understand it but but that also says a lot about you, though, Tom, because every girl wants to marry a man that's just like their daddy. Right. They do. And, and, they and do. that also means that I, and that also means that I have like total faith in you that you can. Yes, and I and totally I, I do that. I, I Giving Tom that. some props. Thank See, you, you gotta you, like. But what? This only happens once in a blue moon. <laughs> but you gotta like you know give him something every once in a while. He Dad, knows I love him. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. What 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 I'm trying to kind of draw out of this for anybody listening <laughs> is that. It's that, you know, it's expectations, right? So yes. as beautiful of a, of a statement that is, think about that. That could also be. What also puts a lot of pressure on you. And like, we've could, actually, we've actually spoken about this. That could be, a, you know, like, no, I'm saying five years into, the, into our marriage, that could be a problem. If you, if, if, if we don't continually communicate about that. Right. If you're thinking about things that I'm not doing and, and, but you're not telling me about it, you know, so. Right. So it's a two way street. Right. Right. And I think all of us, we, we we come into a relationship with expectations about how things should be done. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, it's just working through them and being open and honest with each other about what those expectations are. And, you know, I, that's really what it comes down to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yeah. are correct. Yes. But, but you still have but, pretty big shoes to fill. I know I do. Okay, just and and I and I, I look up to him and in, in, in a lot because he's he's really an incredible guy. He's 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 a good one. Yeah. He's so good. Oh, Hello, Joe. Look at this. Oh, Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe. My daughter Facetimes with Joe. Oh yeah, can we can we tell a story? My so, two year old, my two year old niece Facetimes my future. Friend. So so obviously we everybody knows at this point we have a zoo of animals. So, you know, our, our niece's thing is, you know, I, she'll, you know, either I'll come over. So, okay. So the best part is I'll be here with her and then she'll say, you know, Aunt Jen, like, I want to see the meows. And I'm like, all right, I think Joe's home. So I'll FaceTime my dad. And yes, my dad, my dad's name is Joe, if you haven't gone on already. And um, so I'll FaceTime him and he'll, he'll, he'll see me, he'll say hi, you know, he'll see my niece and he immediately goes to work. He immediately knows what has to be done. And well, so there the are thing, times when you're at work, she'll be like, mommy, I want to see the meows. And I'm like, Aunt Jen's working. And she goes, okay, call Joe. <laughs> and we've called Joe and it's like, okay. And I say, hi, Joe. And he knows the routine. Right. He, so, like, so, so the routine is we, everybody says hi. And, and uh, so, and my dad will be like, okay, you know, like, who do you want to see first? And, you know, she'll just name, she usually picks Jasper. Jasper seems to be her favorite. And so every, every cat is, is Jasper, no matter who she sees, it's, it's always Jasper. So my dad will literally run around the house, find the cats, each and every one of them. There's five of them. And no matter how long it takes, and he will show them all to my niece and, you know, she'll oogle over them and she'll be like, oh, Jasper, oh, moose, oh, the meows, whatever. And she'll giggle at them and the whole nine yards. 
And without fail, like I said, I don't even know what he's doing half the time. But he'll just he'll be like, oh, you're calling? Let's do this. And then he goes around and takes about, you know, 10, 15 minutes, depending on where all the cats are. And then she, she says, she signs to him, I love you. <laughs> and then we yeah, end the call. So how cute is that? That Joe taught her how to say, I love you. And now she, like, she can really do it. At first, it was yeah, like Yeah, she's, okay like, she's like, every time she sees me or if we're FaceTiming, she'll be like, I do this to Joe. And then she'll do it. It's adorable. <laughs> it's really cute. It's like a proud mommy moment. <laughs> it's adorable. So that's my story. You have big shoes to fill. Oh, my goodness. Did okay. I tell you that she was doing it in a competition? No. Oh, so, okay, so totally. Who is she telling that she loves? Oh, my goodness. So we're at dance competition. So I, okay, so I teach dance. And I I choreograph for our competition team, which then makes me miss weekends here and there. So we're, so, okay, I was at a dance competition. We had a three-hour break. I hadn't seen my, my children in a good 24 hours. So I thought that I would come home and surprise them and see them. So I came home to see them. I had to go back to competition. Well, that led into my two-and-a-half-year-old screaming and yelling and crying because mommy was leaving and she wanted to come with me. So I had promised her, I said, if you're up on Sunday morning when mommy has to leave, you can come to work with mommy. Sure enough, Sunday morning, she wakes up and she stands up and she goes, mommy, you home? I go work. <laughs> mommy, I go my work. So I was like, okay. So I got her dressed and, you know, we went to her Dunkin' Donuts and we got a nice breakfast together. Obviously. And we went to competition. Well, it came time to go on stage for awards and all of the girls, they were like, Miss Jess, can we bring her on stage? Can we bring her on stage? Sure, go ahead, take her. She went on stage. They were trying to teach her how to do the, the whip and the nene <laughs> on stage because the song came on and they were like, Sophia, do this. And I guess when they said, do this, she goes, I do this, Joe. <laughs> and she puts the I love you sign up. So That's now adorable. the girls are sending me pictures. They're like, look at her. She knows sign language. I do. Oh. And they're videoing her. They go, what does it mean? What does it mean? And she goes, it means I love you. I love you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> only Joe. She only loves Joe. Yeah, she only loves, loves you, Joe. Joe. <laughs> she only loves Joe. But yeah, oh my goodness, I forgot to tell you. It was a very long weekend. I brought my blanket. It was, I was you did. You up. always bring your blanket. Kids <laughs> are the darndest, darndest thing. I want to wrap up the show, guys. Um, oh, that's oh, over? Yeah, yeah. But the, the last thing I want to talk about was there was a, there was a quote that – I want to quote Dave. Um, Dave. He was talking about just some, some things, transparency in his life and things that he was – adjusting to to be a better man and it was he said my problem was a heart problem it was an issue in my heart it wasn't just like a behavior thing it was a heart issue and the only way to get the issue out was that he just had to get closer in touch for him it meant getting closer in touch with god and um so everybody got to hear everybody listening if, if you guys listen to saturday's episode you got to hear me share something that was very very personal for me and I got very transparent. And I want you guys to hear this. This is kind of cool that we get to do this. Me sharing that story on Saturday. I want, Jen, I want you to share with the audience what that means to you. Okay. Well, it was like you said, you know, yesterday on the podcast, how, you know, when we first discussed it, how I just kind of was always like, I, I mean, after we obviously discussed it, I realized, you know, like, you know, what it really did mean to you. But before we discussed it, you know, like you had mentioned that I was kind of, kind of under the impression like, oh, whatever, like guys just kind of do it. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's no big deal. Um, but then, you know, after we discussed it and, you know, I realized the impact that it had on you, you know, we figured out ways to, you know, work through that and this and the other thing. And, you know, and now you're, the fact that you are so free of it, 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 it's just like one less thing off your plate. And because it impacted you so greatly, it's like a huge weight has been lifted off your shoulders. And, 
even just like it's and it's and it's I notice it you know like it's it's not an issue and it it I mean like I said before like I always just kind of assume like okay like whatever like it's just a thing guys do but then as you explained to me like your perspective on it it, it changed my perspective on it and I realized like you know how damaging that actually can be to a person to a relationship you know if it's not dealt with properly so the fact that well guys what we're talking about if you if you missed uh saturday's episode is is just is is having that you know outside of your relationship whether it's 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 lusting after another person or it's through image it's if it's through pornography if it's through just thought you know in your mind whatever it is whatever that looks like and it could start like something very small and if if for somebody doesn't take care of it that's why you hear stories about how it, it, it damages and destroys relationships. It damages and destroys marriages many, many years down the road when things come up and, and the, the couple aren't communicating well and the person just, that's their, their, you know, their way to escape life. And I think that's when I, when I tried to explain that to you and now you're in, you see it in a different, it's, um, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, like I, I didn't, I mean, at, at first I, I guess I kind of took it lightly, but then, like I said, after we discussed it, like, you know, I realized it was, it was it was a big thing and and kind of like how how dave even said you know on, on your interview with him was that you know it, it's not an easy conversation to have and you know because you kind of go into it you're like well i'm not really sure what my spouse is going to think about that but at the same time if leading all back to the zipper you know if you have a really solid foundation you know it it, hel- it I, I feel like it would make it a little easier to kind of bring up that you know tough conversation just because you know like your spouse isn't going to run you know like you know that they're in it for the long haul and and you know that you can trust that they're actually going to, you know, sit, listen to you, you know, and just kind of help you through it and work, you know, and kind of help work through it. And no, it's true. And and for me, like for that being something that I was working through for so many, so so long in my life, I can honestly say too, probably like moments in my, in my life when I would act out, I'd be angry and I wouldn't be able to communicate well with somebody. I feel like I'm, I'm even more free to communicate at just such a more peaceful level with people because it's like, sometimes you wonder why you act out when you have, when you're you know angry at somebody or, and sometimes it's, it's literally because we're like, we suppress things in our lives and we don't even know it. It's in our subconscious. Right. And whatever that looks like for anybody, you know, it could be suppressing things from your childhood. It could be suppressing things, conversation that you had with somebody like five years ago and you never resolved it, you know, it, whatever that looks like. And for me, that was, it was this, this heart issue that I was dealing with that, it just felt suppressed and I didn't felt understood. And it was something that I felt guilty about. And, and that guilt sometimes comes out in other forms. And it's it, for me, sometimes maybe it was just getting angry at somebody or, you know, being upset about something and not knowing why. And now I just feel like I, I feel so much more peaceful in my life. And I think that's the whole, the whole point that I, I, I share it with everybody is, is that I think anybody listening, you all have something that if you were to just, somehow get it out or share it with somebody there's going to be so much weight that will be lifted off of your shoulders and you know i encourage you all everybody to dig deep about that whatever it may be um because if you can find that peace in your life it, it will really it will change you it really will well yeah and then i think it gives you it gives you more energy to 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 a lot to other things that you know may need more attention or you know whatever the case is like I it's just like I said it's, it's just one less major thing off your plate that allows you to focus more on other more positive things and yes and like if we're if we're talking about the specific example of me like just for me with you it, it makes me 
want to serve so much more. I want to, it, it makes me want to to be that better husband, you know, down the when I, once I am your husband, and and to be the best father that I can be, and to continually prove to be a better um, brother-in-law, to be a better brother, to be a better friend. And I've always that's always been my my passion in life is to find ways to do that to to because I always. You know, you always Jen, guys, Jen wants me to get a tattoo. She always like get me to get a tattoo. And, Did I uh, tell you that I'm like working on it? It's like totally Did he say happen. in one of the episodes that he would get a tattoo? Yes. I did. Yes. I did. But it's not, I'm not, so far, it's, from wandering around with the ocean, why. with the boat, with the wind, yeah, so like the lighthouse. That's yeah, the that's, lighthouse. That's, I knew it was lighthouse. And that's what I, 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 I always want to be that lighthouse. It's for a one year anniversary. You know, is, is. I'm going to be there for that to watch. And we all, we all are that lighthouse in some way. We, we you are a light to somebody in some way. And when you start to recognize that you can be more of it, you can, you can shine brighter and removing literally from the roots that, that problem that was in my life for so long that again, Jen mentioned she didn't see it as a problem in the beginning. And then my, my perspective helps change her perspective. So for me, because it, I did see it as a problem, removing that from the roots and through, I removed it through just, just my connection, my spiritual connection it allows me to to get back to those things that matter matter most to me, and those things are trying to find ways to be the best version of myself, to be the best here on the show, to be the, uh, to serve you guys. Listen, to be a best podcast host, to be um any the best anyway, Uncle Tom, to be the best Uncle Tom. You know, it's that's what it really comes back to. And uh, if you guys, yeah, if you missed yesterday's episode, Saturday's episode, I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. It was really, it was powerful. And it was one of my favorites, if we're being honest here. Well, we don't take favorites here. Everybody on the positivity effect has been awesome. It's on my top five. Okay. Is that better? There you go. So, yes, it's on my top one. Yeah, not, not your <laughs> perspective. It's like, and that's but like, how about in your, in, in, in your thought or just your, you know, what you've come across in life, like when, what are your thoughts about that? Like when you're able to get free of something that's weighing you down, like what is that? What does that mean to you? Jessica? Oh, I think it's, I've got it. Sorry. Relax, <laughs> she really jumps down your throat, Tom. Boy, really? No, get, get, give a girl a thought. Little letter. Jeez. Louise. Um, it's so freeing. It really is. Whether it's like a little topic of something that just happened that day, like that we were talking about earlier in the podcast, you know, like uh, something that like how Jen was saying on your to-do list that it didn't get done, whatever. And it's something small like that or something as big as, you know, what you relieve. It's just, it's so freeing and it just relieves all the stress. And it honestly, it helps to make you a better person too. Yes. You know, and that's, you know, it's all, it really, you know, it, it helps in all aspects because it also helps, like we were saying earlier, if a person walks in like having a bad day, you know, if you always have that on your shoulders and you're always going to walk into situations that's going, and you're always going to think about that, it's going to bring down, it'll bring almost down the whole vibe of the room. And you don't want to be that person that they're like, oh, we don't want to invite them. Yeah. They're like, a party pooper. Who wants them there? Thinking <laughs> like, party yeah, has a pooper. They're never every, coming every, over. That's again. right. And thinking of like that <laughs> gratitude muscle we were talking about in the beginning about sometimes it can feel like it's hard to work that gratitude muscle. And for me now, knowing that I am free of things that were weighing me down, if I'm thinking of things that I'm grateful for, it's much easier to get to that place where before it was a lot harder because I would try to be grateful for things and then I would be 
also in my mind, I'd be having this literally like a battle in a, of a communicative battle in my mind of like, yeah, but you should be shameful for that. So it's, it's interesting. Once you can get free of things that you've any guilt, free of guilt, whatever that, whatever that looks like, it's, it, it looks like something different for everybody. It really is easier to be grateful for the things in life. And then once you have that gratefulness, then everything else starts to flow and you can communicate better with people and you can, you can it's literally insert anything, you know, start sleeping better, you know, eating better. It, it all, it all stems back to that. Definitely. So I think this was a, I think this was a wonderful. How long have we been? I just want to thank you guys for letting me be honored as your first guest. I'm honestly very honored. I'm probably- grateful for being your first guest and for being thought about to be put on the show. Well, thanks for badgering us enough and telling us that you want to call in live all the time. So I figured you would be the Because sometimes you guys need a referee. That's really what I wanted to play. I wanted to play referee. I want to ask the audience a question. Are you guys still listening? <laughs> uh, yeah. How long have we been going on for? Way too long. I feel like it this was is, like three it, episodes worth in one show. This is yeah, definitely outside of the, uh, the realm 45 of minutes? normal positivity effect. But this is our, our this is going to be the Sunday show, guys. It could be it could be ten minutes. It could be four hours. <laughs> it's it's whatever it's whatever we make it because this is our free formatting show, and uh, hopefully maybe one day we can even have some guests connect. But you know that's down the road. But it, this was really wonderful uh, to do this and to just to have you as the. Thank first, you guys. I'm totally now. honored. I loved it. Awesome. Awesome. I loved it. So what's, uh, what was Thanks the, for having me. So, so this is cool for me to ask this. So Jen, what was your number one takeaway from this call today? Oh boy. I had lots of them. And see, see since I'm asking you first and you're going to put on spot, Jess has a few minutes now to <laughs> yes. formulate her answer. Um, um, well, no, I, I think, I, I really do think that like I'm still taking in like your interview with, with Dave. Um, Cause it, it, it um it's funny i i actually ended up like after listening to the interview i actually ended up you know connecting with his wife and you know we just both spoke so highly of both of you you know and because you know because you both were so transparent and i think that i'm definitely gonna even though dave's podcast is the true family man is that what it's called the family yes i believe true family men yes true family man yeah so i think i'm actually gonna you know just kind of listen to it see what see what it's about like and just just to even get to know him a little more you know just to kind of see what he's about because he seems like a really great guy and you know from what you've said tom you know you've spoken so highly of him and and the conversations that you guys had were was just so like natural it's kind of like i feel like you guys have known each other for years so my number one takeaway is that i think i'm well i think i know that I'm going to check out Dave's stuff because I think he has a great message that definitely aligns, you know, with, with your message, which is, you know, positivity, gratitude, all that fun stuff. That's my takeaway. Awesome. And, and also thank you for your answer to my question that, to that big question I had, because that was the first time I asked you that question. I didn't ask anybody, I didn't ask you or pre-screen that question. You didn't know I was going to ask you that about what did that mean to you? You know, about me getting through that and working through that, you know, we kind of, indirectly discussed it but i don't think you had it you heard it poised in that that matter so i appreciate that honesty and and sharing that with everybody of course so jess what was your big takeaway my turn you're up i'm up bada bada here we go um swing (laughs) i think that my biggest takeaway is the conversation is just so open and it's so free that it just it and honestly, like talking to you guys just helps me relax and almost like a therapy. It really does. Like it's just, 
you know, I, I talk to Jen every day. So, cause like I said, she's very selfless and she's such an easy person to talk to, but talking, you know, adding you in on the conversation, Tom, it just really helps me, which will help me even be more open with my husband just because you start to feel more comfortable about different things to talk about. That's so, awesome. you, you know, and it's just because we are family. So being more open with my husband and then being able to be more open with you, it just keeps the communication within a family going. Is, yes. You know, it's, yes, it may be able to be open with your husband or your wife, but to do that with your, your parents or your in-laws or anything like that, it, you know, this just, it just helps. And, you know, I think it'll help things down the road and we're ever put into a situation or anything. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. Yeah. And it's power. It's powerful to hear that because it's, it's, so we're, oh, you guys can't see the video. We actually don't have video on. <laughs> there you are. I'm going to get a little teary-eyed with Jen. A little tear. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like my little sister. Stop I've, it. like, adopted her. It's like my little sister. I've, I've adopted this, you first. Let's be, let's be clear about that. Let's be clear. What did I say? That God put Mike in my life and Tom in your life so that we so could be in each, each other's lives. lives because otherwise our paths wouldn't have crossed. <laughs> That's awesome. There's, as you remind me every day, we have such an age difference. I remind <sighs> you like once a week. Oh, okay. Once a week. <laughs> Tom, what was your Hold takeaway on. from today's yeah, put episode? put my podcast voice on. Tom, what is your takeaway from this conversation this evening? So... <laughs> My family, they don't think I have a podcast voice. No, we, you, we don't think. We know. So I did a pretty good impression of it. You did. Like, that was very good. I was very impressed. I just want to thank you guys for, for hey guys, Dr. Believing, Tom here. believing in my show and listening and tuning in. And it means the world. Well, thanks for letting it. Okay. Here's my other takeaway. Okay. Thanks for letting Jess and I team up on you. We didn't, I actually thought we were pretty good. I think we behaved. I thought that we were really good, you know. Yeah. So Honestly, that, I don't think that we've teamed up on him too much. Well, I want to say that because this is something that is very, it really, really means a lot to me. This show is like something that is a very big part of my life. And to have you guys on today, like I wouldn't see it any different. Thank you for including us. And uh, I didn't say us because I'll be including Jen to make sure she says thank you. There was, Thanks, no, there was no need for me to feel like I had to like screen it or to sit down and say, all right, look, this is how we're going to plan the call out. Because you guys kept asking, like, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, my God, yes, because I was nervous. I've never well, been on a podcast before. I thought well, that we get, gonna, like, a script or something. I knew I was going to guide. There's no well, guidelines. There's nothing. Because I just, I knew, I knew what that, fun is that the conversation was going to be free-flowing. It was going to be comfortable because I'm comfortable with you guys. So it's, it's, a hope so. it's a testament to the people that you are and how much you guys mean to, to, to me in my life. So I do have to say that we've, the four of us, including my husband on this, because even though he has no choice. So he's keep... only been listening to one side of this the entire time. Yeah, it's got to be <laughs> kind of awkward for him because he doesn't hear Tom at all, but he'll hear Jen and I because we're in the same like, He may, he may hear me through the walls. I don't know if my bass <laughs> vibrating. So he must be like trying to what, imagine what the heck is what's going, really on? going on. But I'm um, like the four of us. I'm we should have very... just, just let him just call in and then muted his mic. Maybe we'll do that next time. That's funny. His name is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Where was I going with this? Oh, so I was going, another thing that I'm very grateful for, you know, besides being on this podcast, is I'm very grateful that the four of us, we're not like in-laws. At least I don't view us as in-laws. No, you've adopted us. 
I've adopted you. I have I have two children. I have two adoptive children that are You have three children. You're forgetting about your horse. Oh, I do have a horse. <laughs> We're not a real horse, ladies and gentlemen. I just like, even though I would love he, to have a horse, I have a hundred I have a hundred pound chocolate lab. I love him. My he, first. And he and he acts like he's three pounds. So awesome. Oh my goodness, he's <laughs> a lap lap. dog. He's very vicious. Very vicious. <laughs> <laughs> very vicious. I love him. Um, yes, he's oh my goodness. He sits on Yeah, so lap. you've adopted us. I have, and but I, do you know what I mean? I know Mike and I both think this that you know we're not obviously Mike and Tom are brothers, but it's we're not <laughs> in laws. It's you know right. we're just we're comfortable around each other. It's just we've become so. Well, I've let my I let myself in in your house before, and I let myself <laughs> in your house to go feed your zoo with the owner's manual. I actually I actually sent a, I set up a tent sometimes in your backyard, and you guys don't even know. <laughs> That's just creepy. <laughs> there are times when I come home from work and there's just like Tom's car here, Jen's car here. And I'm like, oh, okay. And Mike's in. And he's like, oh, I ordered dinner. And I'm like, all right, we're all here. Yeah, How many like, times Mike comes home and Jen's here? And he's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I just stopped over on my way home from work to see the girls. Hey. I want to see the girls. Tom comes over. He's like, oh, I want to see the girls. And, you know, Tom Tom always comes over during meal times. You know that? Tom you always think, plans you, Don't it. you think he does that on purpose? Yeah, he does that on he purpose. He plans it during dinner. And I'm always like, Tom, you're staying for dinner. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, oh yeah, stay. you know, if you don't mind, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> wow, you guys are doing so good, and then, <laughs> man, yeah. you, were, you guys were so well behaved on this podcast, and then, <laughs> and then, what was the other thing? Oh yeah, there's there's a rule to, to this house, Tom. Do you know what I'm about to say? I don't. The uh, rule, the rule that applies to you, that doesn't apply to me. I don't want you to make my listeners' ears bleed. You're, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm just getting very excited. Screaming so at your mic. So the other day, so Tom and I came over. You weren't home yet, Jess. Where was uh, I? You were in competition, I think. So it was like it was like 5.30. Oh, your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, day before. Yeah. It birthday was the day before your birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I missed so, your birthday weekend. Right. Yeah. Right. Best mm-hmm. freezer system ever. So. But let's, but before you tell the story. Yes. What's the, what's the lesson to, tied to the story? So people, we got to put a lesson to it. Like you have to make sure you pay attention or you have to. Oh, that, 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 that the rules apply to you for a specific reason <laughs> that don't apply to me, which is really funny. I, I really want to know what this rule is. Okay, so this happens when so, I'm not here. So Tom and I, we pull up and so it's like 530. So it's like clearly after nap time, clearly after nap time. So now do you remember the story, Tom? Oh. Of course. I just yeah, don't okay, want to good. say it. <laughs> okay, I'm, so, so, I'm so embarrassed. Tom is very known for right before bedtime getting my children totally riled up. Although tonight you were doing it. You were playing I Tickle Monster. Are you guys just using like these last three minutes just to like... Sorry. Keep going. Oh, sorry. Okay, so then, we have to fill in all the bashing that we didn't do before. <laughs> so, so Tom and I are walking up, you know, and so we're getting to the front door and Tom's like, don't ring the doorbell. And I'm like, why? He's like, Mike said I'm not allowed to ring the doorbell. I was like, why? I'm like, it's 5.30. He's like, the girls could be sleeping. I'm like, dude, they, no, I know, no, that's not what they're doing. They're awake. He's like, do not ring. He's like, wait. He's like, let me call Mike. He's like, he will answer the door. And he's like, and then, and then you can ask Mike yourself. And I was like, fine. Mike comes in. He's like, hey guys, why don't you ring the doorbell? And I was like, well, somebody over here told me we were not to ring the doorbell. <laughs> and Mike's like, oh yeah, Tom, you're not allowed to ring the doorbell. <laughs> The other day, when was it that Tom? Oh, yeah, because he comes over half the time. He comes over. It's like it's after the girls are asleep, and so he comes and he comes busting in the door. And <laughs> our front window was open, and all of a sudden I hear go, "Hello, 
Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say. What Tom? Obviously, Tom and Jenny are at my house like, a lot. Yes, so it's just yes, come on. hello. Like, are you here? What day was it? You were just talking in the front window. <laughs> oh, is anyone home? Hello. <laughs> so I was like, Mike. I think your brother's here. <laughs> So, so I scared you. I scared somebody. <laughs> you did because I walked up the stairs. I think I like put laundry yeah, away or crying, something. Crying right now, and I walk up the stairs, and all of a sudden you hear like I hear, you just hear in the front window. Oh, is that home? Oh, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> so, so, so the moral of the story is. Tom, Tom, you know what I think it is? I think you do this too. Like when the girls are asleep, you just like, you rummage through this house so loudly. <laughs> oh my goodness. How many cabinets he opened the closes? Oh, the refrigerator. Okay. But, but, but here's, here's why. Cause he's so used to my house where you can do that. <laughs> he just like forgets right. to turn it off when he gets here. Because he what? taught me that I can make loud noises. Like, <laughs> I, 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 or yeah, Tom tells like very like intense stories in the middle of my living room at like ten thirty at night. I'm like, they're sleeping, and he gets like really loud. And you're like, oh my god. And then and then he runs out of the house, and then the girls are up all night. You guys realize? I <laughs> no, because if they were up all night, I'd be calling his cell phone yeah. and telling him turn around and come back and yeah, go put them to bed. <laughs> I just realized I still haven't told my takeaway from this. I can't. <laughs> He's got to change now. His takeaway is like having minutes. Tom, is having Jess and Jen <laughs> just bash you. <laughs> Your, his takeaway is seeing the love between the two of us and how uh, we bond over making fun of him. For anybody that's still tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> I wonder what, they, what, they, what they're thinking right they're now. They're probably like, oh my God, these people. <laughs> Your ratings definitely plummeted. Remember I said they were going to skyrocket? <laughs> they're like, and I'm done. <laughs> oh my God, they were done 45 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, Tom. Okay, Tom. What's, what's, what's your takeaway? The reason, look, it's like funny. It's like completely back down to earth. So, it's, it's, we're sharing this with you. You know, it's like it's a little glimpse into into our life and and <laughs> to everyday life with Tom. We hope we hope we hope we inspire you guys in a little. A way. new title, just, life with Tom. At the end of the day, like, <laughs> this is something that means so much to us is that we're we're nurturing these relationships and it's just um, if you listen to this episode, it's it's the theme, it's the reminder that you have to do this in your own life as well. And what what is that relationship maybe that that's strained right now in your own life? What is what is something that you can do to, to reconnect with somebody? What's something that you can do to get back in touch with yourself? You know, if there's something that you're feeling guilty for. When, when you continually foster those relationships in your life, it's, 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 it's important. And, then, and that's something that's so important to us. And it, it allows us to have these moments to, to be so free to have these kind of conversations. And it's, it's, you know, it's something that we all should be doing in our own life. So I think my takeaway is that what you guys said to me before I got on the call, and it was that reminder that, that this is something that's just, it's, it's profound for me and it really, it's changed me and, and it, it means a lot to me to be able to do this call with you guys today too. Like for the Jess, you coming on for the first time and, and for everybody that was tuning in, that hearing from you guys of how this show is impacting your life and how you're finding in yourself to, to, to step up and to, to be a better person and to pay it forward in your life. And that's really just really my takeaway. It's just, it's just, it's a culmination of doing all of this 
And now fast forward, you know, when I first put this idea together back over the summer of last year to what it's become and what it is today, where we have this amazing conversation with each other and we get to share this in such an amazing outlet. And there's so many people that are going to tune in. They're going to hear the conversation. And it's, 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 it's very powerful for me and it's, and I'll never forget this conversation really. Oh, we can't forget it. It's going to be on the interwebs forever. (laughs) Oh my God. It's going to be deleted from everybody's podcast. They're going to be like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) I guess this is a first and last that I'm ever on the show. (laughs) As always, Jen, thank you for coming on. This is the first WWJD. What would Jen do? Thank you for having me on my own show. That's right. Jess. You guys got to see their faces right now. <laughs> I think, you know, like when you hit that like hysteric level, like I just, after the day that I've had today with screaming children and peeing on the couch and, and then listening to this, I've just had it. I hope you listen. And I didn't pee on the couch, by the way. Hold on. You know, you know, you know, sure we're potty training my two and a half year old. You know, you, have to, you, have, you do have to go back and listen to this whole thing too. Oh my um, goodness, you're, you're my entertainment tomorrow. I'm my own entertainment. You're, you're I'm my own entertainment. Jen, Jen, stop yeah. screaming into your mic. You sound like a banshee. <gasps> Listen, you. Fine. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. <laughs> and cut. That's where we're out. <laughs> All right. So, so again, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. Really, it's, it's no. Fun. Honestly, thank you guys so much. I had a great time. I feel absolutely honored to be your first guest. And you know where I'm at. If you ever need me again. Absolutely. You know how to reach me. I got keys. Awesome. So we'll have Jen back on as always next. As my husband Sunday. just chimes in, yeah, out the window. Next, <laughs> next Sunday, we'll have Jen back on for WWJD episode number two. But tomorrow, on my own show, Margaret Brown on tomorrow, and she is uh, the editor in chief for Podster. It is a it's an online magazine for podcasting, and I'm so excited to bring her on the show and just to share her story. It's going to be a lot of fun. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Jen, Jess, thank you. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the positivity effect. I promise to keep sharing inspiring stories with the guests every single day. I hope you feel inspired and I hope that we start some self-reflection in you on topics like transparency, compassion, and empathy. Please check out the website at positivityeffect.com. Sign up for the newsletter and I'll send you some tips to get you thinking more positively. If you're really enjoying the positivity effect, please tell someone about the show. Together we can create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world, something that we need so desperately today. So thanks again so much for listening. See you tomorrow for another episode of The Positivity Effect.